Welcome to Beyond the Noise. I'm Doug Stutz alongside my beautiful wife. Tish Stutz. You know, I don't know about everybody else out there, but there's been a lot of a lot of hungry people, I think, in these in these churches around the world. Um, I've had multiple people come up to me and just tell me, you know, I'm hungry for more of God. And I'm hungry for more of what God has for their lives. What do you think? Yeah, and, and people are looking for that old-fashioned... Uh, revival that people used to have or old-fashioned move of God what people used to have and uh, we mainly tell them how do you get there how do you how do you think the people back then got there what do you think I'm gonna tell you you know when I was a kid we had all kind of revivals break out we seen people running the aisles you know we was in a, a church service last week and in the a pastor took out running across sanctuary in Mason's was headed home and Mason asked Mama he says Mama he said oh, why didn't the pastor run like that you know and it's up to us as parents to teach our kids about the Holy Spirit it's very important to teach our kids um, all about God and all about the Holy Ghost because if you don't teach them about Christ and the world is going to teach them about everything else yeah it's I remember like you said seeing that all growing up and learning about the different moves of God and the moves of the Holy Ghost and uh, I think that's what this generation is lacking is seeing that and knowing uh, who Christ is in those things and you know something else is is I think that fear has people bound down too though you know fear of what someone else is going to think about you whenever whenever uh, you have that Holy Ghost experience and that shout and that run. Uh, being raised Pentecost, you know, we, we've seen a lot as far as the old-timey bobby pins flowing through the air, people jumping up pews, shouting the aisles. And to, to today's world, that looks plumb crazy because they don't, they don't understand. They don't, they don't know what's going on. Uh, Kenneth Hagee from Rama Bible College years ago up in Oklahoma, he he did this thing where they would uh where they would laugh, and the it would be like he'd be walking down the aisles, and the next thing you know he'd touch someone, and they'd just fall on the floor laughing. Uh, there apparently there are different ways that the Holy Spirit can move on you, uh, the, with the straight up laughter and joy. We have a lady who travels with us that that she laughs whenever that the Holy Spirit gets on her. <laughs> You know, and it's it's awesome because we have someone else who hugs, and if anyone knows my wife, you know that that she doesn't get around her during church services because she don't want to get a chance of getting hugged. But you know, um, it's it's kind of cool though, really. Yeah, it is, it's, and you you just have to let go and let God because whenever you decide, okay, I'm done holding back, I'm ready for what uh, Christ wants for me. That's the purest most beautiful moment you can ever have in your life and that brings us to today's subject it's another subject about fear what is fear rooted in yeah and you know if you can never identify where your your fear is rooted at you see psychologists and psychiatrists would tell you if you have a fear then go do that if you have a, a phobia of spiders Go grab one. Go go to don't just grab a random spider, but go to a, a pet store and ask him, "Hey, can I hold this spider?" Because in order to overcome it, you have to face it head on. Yeah, uh, we 
we in our household we don't have dish or anything like that but we have the antenna and we get small channel on there and there is this one show that comes on it's about a family and they each episode they face a fear that each of the kids have or the parents have like today's episode was about kayaking uh, the river but they be sure to explain that you don't have to have fear in life yes fear can be healthy but also fear can hold you back and then they incorporate how Christ uh, overcomes fear and how Christ helps you to get through that fear with joy so let's go ahead and get into our um, devotional today and, and again this is on the Bible app that we we really thought it was important that we uh, do this study because we have a lot of fear in life and this is what we can do with that fear. So Psalms 118 and 6 in the NIV says, The Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Can I be honest? That verse is easier to read than to embrace. At least it was for me. What can mere people do to me? Are you kidding? I can tell you what mere people can do to me. I have experienced it. They can betray you. They can abuse you, deeply wound you, and much, much more. So was King David being sarcastic, or worse yet, is what he said in Psalms 118 not true? Absolutely not. I believe David saw from the perspective, uh, from the perspective that in contrast to the ultimate glory, the pain or what mere pain can do pales in comparison. That does not belittle or minimize the pain that you have or have or that you have suffered. I would never say that. I know that it is deep and it is real. David knew and experienced tremendous loss too. He knew that ultimately nothing anyone could do to us would outweigh or outpain what God has for us. The glory that awaits us is beyond imagination. And one day the deepest of pains will have no power. So today's challenge, one of today's challenges is, ask the Holy Spirit, what is my fear rooted in? Is it from the pain you have already experienced or are trying to avoid? Is it from something you've heard? With the amount of bad news we are bombarded with, it is no wonder we must battle the lies of fear. They are everywhere. Have an intimate conversation with him. The root of fear and anxiety must be dealt with. Your father isn't going to disappoint you, uh, isn't going to be disappointed in you. He adores you and he understands you. He just doesn't want you to stay in bondage. And then also, uh, you know, along, um, along those lines, you know, uh, Sometimes we try to hide and we try to try to go to a place where we think that God can't find us. Or even, even worse, we try to hide from our problems. We try to hide from one another. Uh, I don't know about you all, but funny little story here. Whenever uh, it's been a few years back, um, I was at the house and <laughs> and not come to the door. Ordinarily, I invite anyone in, and but this particular day. Uh, I just, I wasn't dressed. It was in the morning time. I was just done getting dressed, I think, or something. Anyway, so this knock comes to the door, and it was these two Mormon ladies. Well, bear in mind, I think I had um, one or maybe 
both kids. And I was trying to be as quiet as I could and not let them know that I was home. Because anyone out there knows that these uh, Mormon brothers and sisters, they go house to house, knocking on doors and, and spreading the, their their message of hope through the Mormon church or whatnot. Well, I, I grabbed up both kids and I was trying to tiptoe and run at the same time and I fell. <laughs> and the kids fell on the couch and Mason says, Daddy, what'd you do that for? <laughs> and I says, say, I, I kind of had to go to the door then because and they heard me in the house falling everywhere. <laughs> so I had to throw some pajamas on and I went to the door and they told me about their their uh, their Mormon belief and whatnot. But you see, you can't hide, okay? And when you got two kids, especially then, but you can't hide from your fears. You know, uh, whenever you, whenever my son gets afraid sometimes, uh, he has, for some reason he has these night, nightmares or whatnot. And we don't even watch nothing, nothing crazy. We watch Christian Network all the time. It's, it's, it's sad. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's not sad, but it's good. But we always tell him, you know, you can pray to Jesus, Bubba. You can talk to God and you can ask the Holy Spirit to give you comfort. And, and to help you through these times because uh, whenever we don't know what else to do, we can pray. And there have been times and times that me, even as an adult, you know, if we're being transparent, you know, we get scared sometimes we're just with anxieties, with the the adult fears and the adult anxieties of, of, of all the hows, whens, and whys. And it can be overwhelming sometimes. But uh, just like with Mason's recent... Um, eye surgery we explained to him that you know what to expect and how to overcome it and Tish tried to try to give him his blankie because he's had his blanket for like seven years from day one so but he didn't want his blankie and it hurt my heart really because he's my little man he might seven years old but he walked in that operating room like a champ because he knew that that he was going to be okay yeah, and going back to the other devotional, I wanted to uh, speak a little bit. If you have um, deep-rooted things that are causing you to fear, don't be afraid to take that to God. Don't be afraid to let Him see the raw side of you because He already knows. He's just waiting for you to say, Okay, God, here it is. I give it to you. And don't, like, if, if you belong to a church, if you... Uh, are, are have a place to go whenever you're you're there at church and don't be afraid to go to the altar and lay it down there on the altar even in your home make make a place where you can pray and lay it down and don't pick it back up whenever you walk away because God will always take care of you and and uh, take those things away from you and, and help you to overcome um, certain adversities and then also like like you were saying about hiding uh, and there's one place that we can hide, and that's under the shadow of the Almighty. For way too many years, I confessed that God loved me. I said it with conviction and thought it, and thought I really believed it. However, one day, God said to me, I know you love me. That is not the problem. The problem is that you don't know how much I love you. That truth bomb turned my life upside down. 
The truth was, I could not fathom God loving me to such a degree because deep inside, I felt unlovable, despite my profession of God's, that God loved me. As hard as I tried, I never felt like I was enough. I said, God loves me, but I wasn't fully convinced. God wants us to have his, ex, ex, uh, his love. John 8 and 32 says, And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The meaning of the word know means more than head knowledge. It is from the word ganasco, which means to experiment, ex to really know that God loves you. The surprising consequence of living in the shadow of God's love is that fear loses its grip on you. 1 John 4 and 18 says, Perfect love casts out all fear. God wants us to move from thinking and hoping that God loves us to knowing that God loves us. His perfect love has the power to change us. It has the power to defeat fear. So another challenge. If you are not 100% convinced that God uh, loves you and that you are greatly loved and accepted, not just tolerated, I want to encourage you to have the authentic conversation with your Heavenly Father. Pour out your fears and disappointments. Ask Him to open up your eyes and your heart to His immense love. You know, as you're talking there, it's talking about um, not being worthy or not being good enough. Uh, you would be surprised at the at the number of Christian people who who feel that very same way that they're just not loved that that they go to church and and they're not loved and, and that that they pray to God but they're not worthy because of, of maybe where they came from or maybe their past and what they've done and what what great sins that they've done or their, whatever that was you know in their eyes but in all reality that's why Christ went to the cross so that all that wouldn't matter it, it's a, it's behind you now and as long as you're doing what Paul said and you're pressing on and you're pressing and pressing according to Romans chapter 8 verse 32 I think it is uh, that nothing can separate you ma'am you sir from the love of God and Paul said I am convinced that of these things that no no height no depth no principality nor things now nor things to come will separate me from the love of God so you know it's it's a, a great picture of of Lord I'm not worthy but yet you love me and it's the the earth-shattering realization that no matter who you are red yellow black and white green purple it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what you're going through now if you would just take a moment of time and ask God to forgive you and ask him into your heart and into your mind into your life and become king of your world and he he enters in um, at that point in time you're new you're a new creation yeah uh, I'll, I'll be truthful whenever I was a teenager I was really on fire for God and I was uh, really faithful and um, not your typical teenager I would, had no desire for drinking no desire for partying or uh, or the crazy things teens do nowadays 
um, because I was just so on fire, and I had a, a, a Christian club, club at school, and I, I uh, was really that, that not-so-typical teenager. But whenever I became an adult, I, a few things happened, and I walked away from God. I threw my hands up, and I blamed God, and I uh, said, okay, I'm going to do my own thing. And I started drinking and uh, not really living that Christian life. So whenever I did come back to Christ, I was so shameful because I knew better. I knew better than the things that I was doing. I knew that God forgave me, but still I had that mark of, hey, I I walked away. I did my own thing. And until I was really ready to lay that down and say, okay, I'm ready to be used again by God. I'm ready to have that, not the same anointing that I had before because I, I'm older uh, and wiser. So that anointing is much greater and much, uh, much more powerful. So I said, oh, uh, whenever I yielded to that and allowed God to use me is whenever uh, I think really Revive Ministries came in part because he seen that we were ready and uh, had that, that pastor's heart. Yeah, and you know, my memo all the time told me, uh, tells me, as I mean, as recent as a few days ago, if I ever have any questions, she always tells me her, her, um, her wise counsel, and you know, and then she always follows it up with this. She'll tell me, "You ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and to guide you in this decision, and you ask Him to put the words in your mouth to speak, and He will." And and I, for one, I believe that, you know, uh, not not only because it's come from my memo, but because. You know, it's it's very, very good, wise counsel. You see, uh, according to John sixteen thirteen, it says, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the Holy Spirit, speaks truth, he comes and he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come you see what he's hearing is is what god is what god is speaking to him and whenever you ask the holy spirit to reveal to you things and to help you with things he will it's just a matter of listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just you have to be sensitive and you have to allow your. Uh, I know for me, for example, whenever I'm getting ready to listen to a, a pastor preach or getting ready to um, just listen to the messages, I call every member under subjection of my body, my ears, my mind my heart because if I'm not altogether ready to receive then it's just falling to deaf ears because I get distracted so easy. Amen. You have to be yielded. That's right. You know Psalms 118 and, and 6 says the Lord the Lord is on my side and I will not fear what can man do to me. 
So if the Lord's on your side, if God be for you, then who can be against you? So whenever you step out and you walk in, in, in that will of God for your life and you say, Fear you have no place in my life anymore. At that point in time, just like Tish and I did, whenever we stepped out to walk in this ministry, uh, it's a it's an exciting it can be frustrating at times because of, of us being human. We have these thoughts of did we make the right decision? But then we do what Paul said. We take them thoughts and we cast down them, them thoughts and we give them to Jesus. Because God wouldn't have called a person out and then apologized for calling the person out. Those who he called, he's predestined. Mm -hmm. And he has ordained. He said, according to Psalms 61, it says, no, I'm sorry, Isaiah 61. He says that, that the Spirit of the Lord is upon you because he has anointed you to preach the good tidings to the meek and to bind the brokenhearted. So, if the Bible tells me that, then why would I ever question who I am in him and I think that's because our human side like we said the other night that uh, God gave us all these emotions and our emotions try to run the show instead of letting Christ run the show we gotta turn our emotions over to Christ and understand that if God is for us who can be against us I won't fear because God is for me yeah and any time you step out in new territory, you're going to have some sort of nerves. Um, you know, whenever we s stepped out of number one, our public jobs, that, that was a humongous step to step out in. But we know the promises of God are yes and amen. We know that, that we call on Him and He grabs our right hand of authority. And He's the one who leads us and guides us. We know that He will not leave us nor, nor will He forsake us. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful picture to see whenever the Creator Himself will come down and will comfort you during these times of trouble and during your times of need. He says that, that He will comfort us. And he, he sent the Holy Spirit to comfort us. He sent the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. And sometimes we find ourselves questioning a lot, but you know what? That's human nature. That's what we do. We question. But in the end, we know in our hearts exactly who He is. Yes, and, and um, don't forget to do our challenges today. I think those are important really today. I'm going to remind you of them. First one was to ask the Holy Spirit, is my, what is my fear rooted in? Is it from pain you have already experienced? Or are you trying to avoid? Is it from something you've heard? With the amount of bad news we're in, no wonder we have a lot of fear. Have an intimate conversation with him. The root of fear and anxiety must be dealt with. Your father isn't going to be disappointed in you because he adores you and he understands you. He just doesn't want you to stay in bondage. So that was the first one. And the second one was... uh. If you are not 100% convinced that you are greatly loved and accepted, not just tolerated, I want you to encourage you to have an authentic conversation, conversation with our Heavenly Father. Pour out your fears and disappointments and ask Him to open your eyes and your heart to His immense love. And we're getting ready to close out, but 
the book of John, verse, chapter number 10, verse number 14, says, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own. So whenever you call out to him, he knows who you are. He knows where you are. If you're in a nightclub, if you're in a hotel right now, if you're in a hospital room, if you're in your home, he knows who you are. He knows where you are. You are not forgotten. You are loved. And you are someone. No matter what anyone else in the world tells you, you are somebody. Whenever you call on Jesus, you're a whole new person. I encourage everyone out there to find yourself a home church to get plugged into and, and to get connected in with. Because it's very important to have that body of people around you to uplift you and to into a, a shepherd to hold you up in his prayer so we're getting ready to close out but so we have some upcoming dates coming up uh on july the 20th uh, july the 30th the 30th i'm sorry we're going to be in bleakwood and and uh that's in texas here and then on the 6th we're going to be in denham springs louisiana the 12th through the 18th, we're going to be, and it could go on longer, who knows, but we're going to be in Lincoln, uh, Lincoln, Arkansas. I keep wanting to say Lincoln City, Missouri. I don't know why, but uh, Lincoln, Arkansas. So, uh, and, and be sure to share these podcasts. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, we have met several of you out there in the cities and in the stores, and, and you're all tuning in, but... Feel free to share these podcasts, and together let's reach the world. Let's go ahead and pray, and we will get out of your hair. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for these podcasts. We thank you for the opportunity just to be able to get back in your presence. We thank you, God, because you have anointed these listeners in these lips of clay to bring forth the word. We ask you, God, tonight to be with every listener and every family that's represented here today. We ask you, God, to let us come back here on Friday morning at 8 a.m. to tune in for our very last uh, portion of this. We just give you the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So, yeah, tune in on Friday at 8 a.m. It's going to be our last uh, installment of this particular topic of fear and anxiety. You can always go back and listen to them again. But leave us a comment and share, share, share. And from all of us at Revive Ministries, we will see you on Friday morning on Beyond the Noise.